Hello, my loves. Welcome to the Evolving with Ellis podcast. I'm Katie Ellis, your beauty perfectionism, soul evolving coach. My soul's mission is to guide you in evolving beyond beauty perfectionism into soul connection so you can embrace your beauty, feel more than enough, and express yourself freely with bold authenticity. Hello, everybody. We are back with a new episode. And this episode is building off of our last episode. It was with my first guest and we were talking all about finding flow in your daily life and being the observer through adversity. And for a while now, I've been working with this topic that I'm about to speak on. I'm just going to go ahead and say it, (laughs) self-discipline. And it definitely intertwined with our last episode. So if you want to listen to that at any time, I really encourage you to. It was a great episode. It was with Kylie Weirich. She is amazing with spiritual embodiment. She's just a devoted yogi and her principles that she brings in that episode are absolutely amazing. But for today, I really just wanted to build on all of that and focus in on self-discipline itself. It's so powerful. It's so potent. And this is a big episode. There was a lot for me to channel in this episode. I mean, I feel like that's the case with every single episode, but this is a lot. So make sure you have a cup of tea, coffee, whatever, something to chill and relax with. Maybe you're listening to this in the car. That's cool too, but just make sure that you're ready to listen and just absorb it all. If you want to, and if you can have a journal, make some notes, maybe if you get any inspiration, I just really want this to fuel you. Also, before we get into it, I just want to note that I thank you all so much for listening. And if you're loving the podcast, I would absolutely appreciate so, so much if you left a review and gave me five stars, just letting me know what you think about it and how it's helped you. That's what really helps the Evolving with Ellis podcast stay vibrant, stay alive, and keep on producing juiciness. Also, I'm going to be posting a lot of new classes coming up on my Instagram, Evolving with Ellis. And additionally, I'm going to be posting about this particular topic. I'm going to be giving some extra tips. It's it's going to be a cute, fun post. It was really fun to make it, create it. And I think you'll really like it, especially if you're into yoga. So without further ado, let's begin talking about self-discipline dun 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 we all fucking hate it right i mean at least i do like i've been struggling with it for a long time but especially it's been on the rise for me these past few weeks because it's been time for me to implement it more deeply and of course that comes with resistance and that's what inspired me to make this podcast episode for you guys yes also Happy December if you're listening to this at this time. What a great time to listen to this because we're going into the depths of the darkness even more, cultivating anew. Here we go. Let's go. (laughs) So let's be real. As beauty perfectionists, honoring ourselves and expressing authentically is hard. And thinking about this in my title when I say express yourself with bold authenticity I've never really talked about this before and I really actually think I should and I want to (laughs) um maybe for another podcast episode but just briefly bold authenticity is 
confidence in expressing all parts of yourself, that true nature of yourself. I'm going to keep it at that. (laughs) And that directly ties in with authentic expression, you know, expressing yourself freely with bold authenticity. It's a very courageous energy and courage cannot be found without fear. You know, there's of course fear within there. It's just you rise above that fear and have the courage to stand boldly in who you are and stay true to it. And your authentic expression is the truth of your soul brought to fruition. So when I say authentic expression, what's in my head is I think of like your soul and your physical self. Let's for sake of this point, think of it as two separate things. So like your soul and your physical self. They are the same thing in my opinion. They're one, but one is physical and then the other one is more energetic and it's connected to the whole greater consciousness. But it's all you. And sometimes our physical self gets put in habits and ways of being that don't align with our soul. So that takes us out of that authentic expression because we're not standing in our soul truth, right? But when you're an authentic expression, you are physically expressing from your soul without any limits. And I always say that, embrace your beauty, no limits. You're standing in your beauty and you are exuding it out with no limits. No standards saying you can't, none of that. You are allowing yourself to just freely roam in the abundance of your enoughness. (laughs) And quick note, also, when I'm speaking about all of this, it can apply to anybody in any situation. Because as I say, beauty perfectionism, though we do talk in the context of looks and how we view ourselves, how we perceive ourselves, it also directly roots into and expands to so many other things in our lives. So no matter what you're going through, it can apply to anything and everything and it can help in all of those ways, both beauty and other daily life circumstances. So anyways, (laughs) self-discipline aligns you with your soul. So that's why it's so, it was important for me to mention the authentic expression because if you want to authentically express yourself then you must be aligned with your soul and self-discipline can help you do that and oftentimes when we struggle with self-discipline it relates to the level of self-love self-belief and self-worth that we have and in the struggle there's some resistance to doing things to get what you want or become who you want to be in this situation resistance is occurring because you have opposing thoughts. You have thoughts that are in opposition to the actions that you're wanting to take. And a lot of the time, you don't trust that you can overcome the emotions that you experience in this resistance. And you fear that you will just give yourself over to be vulnerable. And I love etymology, which is what I call like decoding words. Essentially, what I just explained is betrayal. If you want to like decode all of that and decode the 
word betrayal. That's what it is. You are afraid of betraying yourself because if you take action to move beyond this resistance and fail, then you're going to experience grief. You're going to experience sadness, anger. Your self-esteem is going to lower because it will further be confirmation that you can't and you'll just like doubt yourself more. But guess what? (laughs) You're already doing all of that. You're already betraying yourself because you're going against your soul truth and you are succumbing to these emotions. You're doubting your ability to remain sovereign in vulnerability. And you're already in that lack vibration. You're already perpetuating low self-esteem. And the only way to get out of that is to work with this resistance. Work with yourself, not against yourself. But this can be hard because resistance itself can leave you feeling disappointed, unmotivated, confused, and just the adversity, the discomfort and challenges can be super, super hard to work through. And this all mingles with beauty perfectionism because remember, you don't want to be vulnerable in beauty perfectionism. It's hard to accept yourself through the phases of working towards what you want. You just want to be there. You're always just nitpicking on if what you're doing is good enough and you're clinging to stored beliefs that no longer align and all of this just limits you from aligning with your soul. And in that same way, having no discipline keeps you limited from your truth, from your soul and from expressing it truly, genuinely, authentically. And it's all up to you and you're not at the mercy of external forces. But I mean, that's so hard to like take that in if your beliefs are conflicting that, right? So just to touch on beliefs more, the beliefs that you've built up and the habits that have been built up, the perspectives basically that have been built up in your life all goes down to your subconscious mind. And I read this powerful quote I forgot who it was by. It was like Nicole L. I can't remember her last name. But it said, will is in the conscious mind and power is in the subconscious. It's beautiful because when evolving beyond beauty perfectionism, we harmonize these two polarities. We harmonize that conscious and subconscious. And a big part of that deals with working with your shadow, working with those limiting beliefs and perspectives and merging these two things will bring you into a willpower to strengthen your self-discipline. So our conscious mind can will us to do things. And our subconscious mind stores that power to motivate us. This is where our why lies. You know, if you've heard before, people say like, what's your why? Like, what's your reason? What's your why to do things? It's our sense of purpose, you know, purpose and why we're doing things. So what beliefs are stored in your subconscious mind that don't align with your conscious mind's values? How can you work with them to empower you? You know, when I say our power lies in the subconscious mind, it's that everything, all those networkings, all those neural pathways are fucking powerhouses to bring things to physical fruition 
and align you with those desires that you have and align you with those values that you have in your conscious mind. That emergence of the two together fuels you. And that's why when working with beauty perfectionism, I always say that beauty perfectionism is like our ego. So that's more of like the conscious mind, right? And the ego powers from that subconscious mind, everything that's stored in there. I mean, the subconscious mind is so powerful. Both are powerful, but the subconscious mind stores everything, even from past lives. So there can be a lot weighing on you. And if we work through that and clear that, and to me also just the subconscious mind is it's such a deep connection to soul. I mean, oh, it's just so, it's so much. I could speak years on that, but yeah, just working with that ego and then taking that kind of like more subconscious mind, like the shadow and merging those together helps you bring you to your wholeness, to your fullness. They're both powerful, but they must work together to create in this physical fruition and be ignited into your wholeness, your truth, your true soul, authentic expression. And speaking of what's stored in the subconscious mind, many of us have shame and guilt about committing to ourselves and believing that we can be consistent with ourselves or we can achieve what we want. And being in that vibration, having those subconscious beliefs puts us in a lack vibration, which is opposite from a vibration of fullness. We believe that we can't and we are disconnected from our ability, which is our full potential. This leads us to not align with our soul, to not care for ourselves, to not treat ourselves as worthy or fully love, our, love ourselves because we're showing ourselves that we don't deserve to be disciplined with ourselves. <laughs> Does that make sense? <laughs> like we go through phases and there's of course going to be adversity, but self-discipline will keep you in connection with your soul and you have to believe that you deserve that. It will enhance your self-belief. It will cultivate appreciation and love for yourself. And it's going to strengthen your sense of self as well because you're taking action to express your soul in a way that aligns. And in that space between, you have to trust yourself to actually see that. You know, like it's so funny and weird because like we have these negative beliefs of ourselves and sometimes it's like we want to avoid those negative beliefs a lot of the times not sometimes most of the time (laughs) we want to avoid those negative beliefs of ourselves because our ego is like no no like we got to stay safe and what is safe is opposite from that but in avoiding that vulnerability and being vulnerable and saying okay like I feel this way this sucks but I'm going to do things regardless of that to help me In doing that, you end up seeing like, oh, wow, I am worthy. I am this. I am that. And then those negative beliefs dissolve away. But when we're caught up in our ego, we're trying to avoid it. And we go towards like maladaptive behaviors and habits that essentially like perpetuate those negative beliefs and keep us in that vibration. 
it's it's such a confusing backwards way of thinking, right? It doesn't end up helping us. We have to have that vulnerability. We have to have that contrast and experience that polarity. And self-discipline is a consistent motion that gives structure for your soul to flow through that. It helps us flow with adversity. It connects you to that greater existence beyond the highs and the lows. Because here in this physical realm, we experience all the highs and the lows, right? But in a greater consciousness, it just sees things as it is. It just is a pulsating vibration of just nothingness. It just is. It doesn't have any judgments of what's high or low or good or bad. In my opinion. I mean, yeah, I'm going to keep it at that. (laughs) But not always are we going to be like motivated or loving ourselves in this world. We have to have moments where we commit to ourselves and show ourselves that we are worthy. We have to honor our soul by not limiting it, by not by going against what it truly wants. We have to set that discipline in to honor ourselves. And when I do this, these past few weeks, I was like going through phases of like just confusion, you know, like, oh, I don't know if I can, like, oh, it's so hard for me to stick with routines, which by the way, that's in my needle chart. Like my blueprint shows all over it that I think it's, it has to do with like my Saturn return. I think my seventh house and all that stuff. If you're into astrology, you'll probably get the gist of what I'm trying to say, but, or what I'm talking about. But yeah, it is something that I struggle with. And as much as that is like a vibration to work through, it doesn't define me. And I know that I can work through it. It's the stars are just showing me parts of myself that I must grow with and evolve beyond. And sometimes I doubt myself, you know, and I'm like, oh, it's just so deeply ingrained inside of me. It's so hard. But then I'm like, no, you're not the victim. You have the power to get through this and and then I'll go through phases of like frustration and then I transmute that angry energy into belief and I I think of myself as like a warrior woman and when it comes to implementing the self-discipline it's like I'm fighting for my soul's truth and I'm committing to the self-discipline to show myself that I fucking deserve it I deserve it you know and just to like further ingrain that belief that I am deserving because when we physically bring things to fruition, it helps reflect back to us and it builds our self-esteem to continue doing that. It's like you have a mindset of like, I'm determined and focused on allowing my soul to come through how she wants. I'm not telling her how she should. I'm not letting limiting beliefs or perfectionism or negative self-talk, nothing block me. And whatever is stored in the subconscious mind that's making you feel resistant or uncomfortable through the self-discipline or thinking, even thinking about it, like thinking about implementing self-discipline is retrained through the (laughs) self-discipline. Should I say that differently? I mean, I feel like it was confusing how I just said that, but I'm sure you guys get it. Through that self-discipline, all of that will be retrained. Because we show ourselves that we have the power to do or be what we want. And that just empowers our will to do it more. And sometimes 
it's going to fucking suck and it's going to not feel good. And it's just that discomfort of change and transformation. I just think it's so amazing because thinking of like this past month and this past full moon, it was in Taurus. And for me, it dealt with mainly working on my ability to honor myself as worthy, which includes facing those heavy emotions and having self-discipline, like I said, and just like releasing all of those opposing beliefs so I can fully be in my soul's truth and honor my physical vessel. And it's been so important for me because I can't care for myself and engage my senses and feel pleasure if my mind is all over the place. Like I have to have discipline to connect with my soul and to be in the present moment. And what it brought up for me most, which ties in so powerfully and beautifully with this topic is the throat chakra, which full moon was in Taurus, like I said, and the Taurus deals with the throat chakra. And the interesting aspect of it that many, from my perspective, don't focus on is that it connects to willpower. The throat chakra, (laughs) if I can say it right, connects to the way you express. It's about expressing thoughts, feelings, intentions authentically. The Sanskrit uh, word for the throat chakra is Vishuddha. I believe I'm saying that correctly and I hope I am. And Vishuddha translates to purity. It means to be pure, raw in your expression. That means no limits, without any limits on your soul's truth. Just in that place of authentic love with yourself because your soul is that vibration of love. The energy center, which if you're not familiar with chakras, they basically are like the energy centers of your body. And this particular one is where we expand the power of our will. It's where our full potential has a chance to come to physical fruition. And we have that choice. This chakra helps us see that every thought action, word, intention, everything that we choose is an expression of willpower and it all has a result. So it's acknowledging that you have free will to be in your soul's truth or not. You have the power to authentically be yourself and show up how your soul wants. And it's about knowing that, knowing that you have the choice to honor the truth of your worthiness. You are not a victim. Believing and trusting that you are worthy to commit to providing yourself with what you need to align with your soul so she can fully be in her authenticity. Boldly. (laughs) Her bold authenticity. And when you exercise self-discipline, you are having the will to power through something, anything, because you know your truth is not limited by anything. No I can'ts 
or heavy emotions can block you. You are just pure in your authentic truth. In that authentic knowing that you can power through it. You will power through it. Because you're not limited. Practicing self-discipline, it helps you to balance your throat chakra. Because psychologically you begin to see beyond illusions. We always talk about illusions here, right? The illusion of beauty, the illusion of I can't, I'm not good enough. And going beyond these illusions, you are expressing authentically rather than feeding lies to yourself, like limiting beliefs or feeling powerless with no choice and betraying yourself by not doing the things that are in your highest good. It teaches you to commit to what you want, even through adversity, because you are worthy and that is your truth. You do things for yourself that are going to benefit you long term. You don't succumb to like feelings that are only going to benefit you short term. Like for me, struggling with self-discipline, big one is me not staying consistent with my nighttime routine. And I'll be like sitting on the couch And I'm like, oh no, like I'm too tired. No, I can't. I'm not going to go get ready for bed yet. I can't. And then I end up falling asleep and then I wake up early in the morning and I don't have a good night's rest because I'm, my mind is still kind of awake. I don't go into that deep rim sleep because my mind is knowing that, oh, I have to get up and go brush my teeth and wash my face. And then I wake up early in the morning, interrupt my sleep to do that. And then I go back to sleep and I end up feeling bad the next day. And it's just a cycle, right? It doesn't benefit me long term. It's only short term. I'm feeding into those feelings, which it's not like a simple situation like that. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before. It's a deep thing and it deals with like, it goes deep self-worth and just (laughs) it deals with a lot. And I have to constantly will myself to do it because I have to remind myself like that warrior woman, I deserve it. I deserve it. (laughs) id i feel like i said that weird but i i fucking deserve it okay like and it's gonna be hard but you can do this stuff for yourself and also there's an aspect too like forgiveness is a really big theme with this because with the throat the throat chakra you can express and release how you feel and If you store any shame or guilt regarding yourself, you can be liberated by confessing it and just like releasing it and purifying your energy in your truth. You can let it be known where you have faults or feel that you're flawed or you're not good enough without judging yourself. And you can forgive yourself because you know that you are still worthy and pure. It's just an open channel to give and receive that love. All of the chakras, they work together, but right now at this time of my life, having an open heart, so your heart chakra and then your throat chakra, they intertwine so greatly. Like I said, they all, it all intertwines, but right now what I'm working through and this uh, idea and topic of self-discipline definitely connects to your heart chakra and your throat chakra having an open heart you can feel everything but you are blocked by nothing and connecting to that throat chakra you are able to 
receive that soul purity and love and express it and also receive too so it's just about expressing that love and truth in all that you do having love for yourself doing things out of love and having the free will because that's what you you have you have the free will and self-discipline to express from your truth if you've read the four agreements it's akin to being impeccable with your word which i want to share i'm going to share <laughs> so amazing this past month i kept on looking at my four agreements book which i got out to give to my mother to read and she never ended up reading it and it was just like sitting there and i was like hmm. i just kept looking at it and i was like i felt called to open it and upon me feeling called to open it i believe it was page 33 well or 23 i can't remember but this number popped in my head the page number i flipped to that page and i looked and it said be impeccable with your word and it was aligning with exactly what i was going through at the moment and what it really means in this context is only giving out that pure loving truth to yourself and not cursing yourself with lack being intentional with what you know you deserve aligning your physical existence with your soul's worth so you're not doing things from that those beliefs of lack you're only doing things from that place of love and if you think about it energy changes so whatever you put out is going to like transmute right like you can transmute energy and how you're feeling your emotions and stuff and that energy changes into matter and when you express it through thoughts and words and actions well you are matter right you're a dense being there's gravity you are matter all of those things impact how your physical being shows up and looks if you've listened to other podcast episodes or followed me on any other platforms you'll know that i've told a story about how when i was really deep down in my shadow and like bad in my journey i physically manifested all of those fears and negative ugly thoughts that i had about myself like i literally saw myself turning into a beastly monster i literally started taking care of myself less and even when i did try to take care of myself it just wasn't working because i was just so in that lack vibration in those negative beliefs i manifested myself to look worse and it's crazy but all of that impacts your physical self and just like my favorite quote that I channeled a few years ago from Spirit, you are matter and you matter. You are connected to the greater source of energy and abundant worthiness. You matter. And whatever you choose will be brought into fruition. It will become you. It will become matter. Whatever you have the will to put energy into will be brought to physical fruition. 
So this can apply to people who are even struggling with caring for themselves, which to me, that intertwines directly with self-discipline. If Because you're, you are neglecting your soul's true self and your own worth. But if you practice these, they both will help you build resilience through adversity. Having the will to do something derives from your wishes and desires. It's an action of the heart to honor your divinity by willing things to fruition. Believing that you have the ability to do so. Self-discipline is a committed energy. It's a conscious and intentional energy that powers your being. It's directly connected to faith, to self-control, self-mastery, all of it. And acknowledging your connection to source and the power that you have as an expression of source. That's what you are. You are a physical expression of God, goddess, the universe, the greater consciousness. And channeling it for the highest good in a way that helps you align your life with your soul. If you can acknowledge that, then it's going to be a lot easier to implement self-discipline. It's just staying true to what you deserve and what you want, even through struggle or vulnerability. And in these spaces of resistance to self-discipline, there's opportunities to shift. It is an opportunity to shift and actually ground into a new version of yourself. And you can focus on the obstacles and you can perpetuate the subconscious attachment to that lack and that belief of I'm not good enough. You can go ahead and just succumb to your emotions and not do anything for yourself. You can choose to not have self-discipline. You can choose to stay in that lack vibration. You don't have to have self-discipline. But that's a choice and it's up to you to discern if that choice is truly benefiting you or not. Is it in alignment with your soul? <laughs> I said that with attitude, didn't I? <laughs> um, but yeah, it's the choice is yours. And are you willing to do what it takes to be in your truth and do what is going to actually benefit your existence? I think I said this earlier, like about the betraying yourself, like you're already doing it. You know, if you're having struggles right now, if you're facing adversity and it, it feels like, oh, like you want to do something, but you don't actually want to do what it takes to get there to that point. Well, either way, you're going to go through struggle, whether you stay right here stagnant in this energy and you just keep it as it is, you're going to be whining and complaining about staying the same. If you decide to be self-disciplined and you are going through that discomfort of change, it's, it's the, you're, regardless, you're going through the same like struggle. So why not choose to do what is better for you? What's actually going to benefit you long-term? It's really not about finding peace 
It's rather about accepting it. I know that sounds random, but it it makes sense. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Like, It's about allowing yourself to feel safe even through that adversity and feeling at peace and acceptant of all things, both good and bad, and choosing to do what's best for yourself in that moment. Because we, all we have is the moment. And if you just sit with yourself presently, just for a second, like right now, in this moment, you have the ability to choose in this space of pure silence within. You are the one who makes the noise. You are your motivation. You are the reason. You are the purpose. You are the why. And connecting in with your soul truth is what will fuel motivation and that will, it will fuel that will to make change towards your heart's desires. And by the way, with it now being December and a new moon coming up December 4th, I believe. It's in the sign of Sagittarius, which gives us great support to instill self-discipline. It's a fiery sign. And to me, Sagittarius with a horse representing it is a very noble energy. It's very connected to earth. It's strong. And it's also connected to its innate power. It's connected to the greater consciousness in that way. And I just think that this energy can really help us create a structure that will bring to fruition what we wish. And also going by the Gregorian calendar that many of us we follow, we know that December marks a time of ending and a new year. And around the new year, we always set intentions to create a new version of ourselves or our life. Personally, I follow the will of the year. And if you don't practice paganism, the will of the year is our new beginning, our new cycle, basically. And that death and rebirth starts in October, November. And point of me saying all of that is, why wait? (laughs) Why wait to create a new version of yourself? Whether you follow the Gregorian calendar or the will of the year, what if by the end of December, beginning of January, you sprouted even just a little tiny bit. What if what you wanted to bring to fruition with self-discipline came to life around the end of December, around the beginning of January? What if you use all of this time now to start cultivating a new version of yourself? Like there's no reason to wait. You're ready. You have everything that you need. You just have to learn to work through that fear that vulnerability and then in doing that you'll see that you're more than enough and you can stand physically in your authentic self expressing whatever you wish however you wish (laughs) isn't it uh, i'm speaking to myself right now (laughs) like All this change that we're feeling, yeah, it's hard. It's tumultuous to go through. But it also doesn't have to be that bad either. You can choose and 
in willing yourself to do these things, you ride the wave of both good and bad, those highs and lows, and you start to come into more connection with yourself, your worthiness, and just that loving peace within yourself. And you start to create things in your life and physically manifest a version of yourself that is authentic to you. And you build self-esteem. You build belief in yourself. You build more self-confidence because you're seeing what you're producing as a result of your choices, of your will. And that result is a reflection of whether or not you're in alignment fully with your soul. If you're physically manifesting a life from doing things out of love and self-discipline and motivation to get what you want because you know that you are worthy to and that is your soul's truth. If you are fully connected to your soul and you're doing all these things from that soul love, <laughs> I'm like repeating myself, but it's important to do that, I feel. Um, you're going to reap the benefits and you're going to feel free. You're going to feel more confident and more loving of yourself. And you're going to be able to express authentically. I mean, that's really all that I can say. I feel like you guys probably feel this vibe and this energy. So just to close off, I want to share, per usual, some evolving tips just to help you with this self-discipline. So let's see. Hmm. I'm going to take a drink real quick. Maybe y'all can just like process everything. <laughs> I know for me that like when I channel a whole bunch of stuff or when I'm hearing other people speak like on podcasts or wherever, I have to like take pauses and breaks and really integrate everything because it'll strike even my own inspiration and all of that. So I hope this is really speaking to you guys, but let's go ahead and um, move on into the evolving tips. So number one, practice acceptance. We always tend to want to like feel good all the time, but we can't ever fully appreciate and be in the moment of feeling good when it actually happens because most of the time we're busy resisting losing that moment or we're caught up on all the things that are bad in that moment because our mind is focused on that it's fixated on that lack so allow yourself to just experience things without judgment of good or bad just observe what you're feeling and realize that it simply is a state of consciousness within your being and you can change that state moving forward I like to tell myself, it is what it is. I like to do that when my mind is like trying to distract me from the moment, like by reminding me of all the fears and worries that it's used to. And for me, that phrase reminds me that what I've once felt before can't change. It can't be changed. All that matters is now. 
I can choose to perpetuate it by holding on or I can let go and move forward. It also helps me to embrace the joy, just that pure joy that I may feel in that moment and not be afraid of experiencing less because I know there's an infinite amount of abundance and I'm not afraid of lack because that abundance is always accessible, that joy, that pure love, all of the fullness that I feel, I don't have to worry about it going away because it's within me and I can always create it or access it. Number two, question why you feel the way you do about self-discipline. This can open up, it can open you up to beginning to use self-discipline as a tool to help you stay in your truth. So that one's pretty simple. Just journal with yourself. Why am I feeling the way I do about self-discipline? What is blocking me from implementing self-discipline? Uh, number three, <laughs> I had to take a breath. Like, this is so much. Like, I love it, but it's a lot that's channeled. So, align your values. What really matters to you? And how can you focus on it? Journal that, too. <laughs> Don't just think about it. Journal it. Pen to paper, super powerful brings things to matter. Number four, protocols. So I really love these. (laughs) I love protocols. Create this, protocols is creating like a system to follow, to strengthen self-belief. So let's say that you have um, a value of your body functioning fully. You value your body functioning fully. And you know that requires you to rest, but you struggle with getting in bed on time. This is me. Like, why am I? (laughs) I can only help y'all with experiences of myself, I guess. Right. So, yeah. Anyways, if you're struggling with this, then create a way to stay consistent with getting in bed on time. Like, for example, if it comes time to get ready for bed and you just don't feel like doing it then think about the consequences of not doing it. And does that feel good? Or you can remind yourself that you can do it. Like maybe you set a protocol to speak some affirmations to remind yourself that you are capable when you start feeling those, you know, heavy emotions of struggle and not wanting to get up and get ready for bed. You can get however deep you want with it. But just give yourself something to focus on to pull you through those feelings. Those are your protocols. Set them. Set some protocols. (laughs) Number five, purify. Meditate, sit silently, breathe, and go within. Take time to center into your soul and connect with the greater consciousness and your inherent power, your will, and recharge from all of those external forces and energies of lack. Recharge from all those beliefs that you can't do it, all those feelings that are weighing you down. Recharge from it and purify. Number six, align. Now, there may be parts of you that don't want to change. There is, there is parts of you that don't want to change. 
So a way to align is to take that part of yourself that does want to change and ask the other part of yourself that is resistant to change, that doesn't want to change, and have a conversation with those two. You know, actively like negotiate. <laughs> um, ask how, like, how you guys can come together and do what is best for you in this moment. What does that part of you that doesn't want to change? actually need look at it like a small child that wants guidance and how can you help her make the best decision that's a beautiful like tango between the two (laughs) so just thinking of any final things that wants to come through If you've listened this whole time, I know this is a lot, but it's so powerful and I thank you so much for taking the time to listen and I truly hope that it helps you. Um, Just the final thing that I want to express is that, like I said before, there's going to be challenges through everything, right? But why not go through the adversity and challenges that are going to benefit your being And if you're struggling with willing yourself to do those things, just take a moment in that pause. Like, for example, me, when I wake up in the morning, sometimes I've noticed at least lately, it's been really hard for me, even if I'm excited to start my day, even if I have stuff planned that I'm excited for, it's just that moment of change and like acceptance and allowing myself to feel that joy. Sometimes those parts of ourselves that are coming from that lack vibration are gripping so tightly to us and they just don't want to let go but we have to exercise letting go we have to exercise accepting the new and that's part of the self-discipline um and like i said actually having the self-discipline can be hard because it is about choice and you may set a structure up you may have an alarm clock to follow and help you wake up so that you can implement the self-discipline you may have a routine And you may just bounce out of it and choose to not do it. But if you sit silently with yourself and going back to the example of like in the morning, um, like I'll wake up sometimes in the morning and I just, I'll sit there and I kind of notice that I'm avoiding actually getting up. You know, I'm like, "Mm, maybe I need to just sleep more. Like, "Mm, no, I don't want to. Like I'm, it's basically fear. Like I'm afraid, like it can go deep like I'm afraid of trusting myself that I am going to stick to this self-discipline I'm afraid of possible vulnerability that I'm going to feel or obstacles that I'm going to face we can't run away from it though no matter how long you like lay there like regardless you're not doing what you want so in that moment of just like sitting there like you can just feel yourself pulsating and you're in that silence you hear that silence and like I said earlier you're the one who makes the noise that pulsation of your energy, that's the fire of your being. Like you can amplify that small pulsation into action and begin to just push your energy out into things that are going to benefit you. Start engaging that energy. That's really going to help you be in flow. It's so difficult. I know it can be so, so hard, but you just start one thing at a time just start one thing at a time start doing it 
it's going to help you. And when it comes to actually being consistent with that, because I know sometimes it can happen, like you can start doing all these things, even if it's just one thing at a time. And you'll see the results of it. And you're like, wow, I did this. And then sometimes you dip back into those other states. And that's okay. It happens. But always will yourself to do it again. And soon enough, you will find consistency. Soon enough, that momentum will just become a consistent vibration. And just remember to breathe when you're doubting. And that will help you dissolve some of those feelings that are contrasting or conflicting with what you're wanting. It will help you through that change and that adversity and feeling vulnerable. And also remember that you are a warrior woman. (laughs) And I'm saying that to myself too. Like we are warrior women and we must fight this illusion. We must struggle with the adversity of it and move forward with the difficulty to manage it and manage those emotions that are conflicting so that we can create change. We have the power to maneuver this. So on that note, I'm going to go ahead and close off. I thank you guys so much for listening. I would love to hear back from you guys. You can always message me on Instagram at evolvingwithellis.com. Let me know how this spoke to you and I will talk to you guys next time. Mwah.